Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today. Hey, we're Aaron and Jennifer Smith with Marriage After God. Helping you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. And today we're going to talk about making time count. Hey, if you've been enjoying our podcast and you just are loving the topics that we're coming up with, would you take a moment and just give us a, a star review? You don't even have to leave a text review if you don't want to. Just hit a star, scroll down to the bottom of the podcast app and hit a star. Uh, it really helps other people find the podcast and uh, we just really appreciate that. But um, yeah, we just thank you for listening and uh, we hope you enjoy the future episodes and we hope you enjoy today's episode. So this episode is about time about how much time we have and how little of it we have and, and how we perceive time and how uh, we perceive the value of time. Um, this has been a conversation that we've had a few times in our life and it's always around situations where we feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. or um, like failures mm-hmm. because we've dropped the ball over here, we dropped the ball over there, we have all these things that we need to be doing, want to be doing, can't be doing, can be doing. And uh, it's, I think it's a, it's a good conversation for marriages, um, especially ones that are chasing after God together, mm-hmm. um, to have together um, so that we can get a, a good perspective yeah. on our time. I think it's a good topic too, just in today's culture. I think that the moment you probably said time, people are thinking, wait, don't talk about it because it's going to pass me by. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's fleeting and everybody knows that. And yet our culture tries to cram in so much and tell us to like, you know, seize the day type thing. So there's a lot of people out there trying to do a lot of things yeah. and sometimes it can feel overwhelming or like we can't breathe. And so taking that moment to just stop and evaluate our time yeah. is taking really, what moment though? It's important. Because I know, I know what, it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> when, you, when you think about your life, how, all of us use words like, Oh, I'm busy. I've got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all, they're filler words and they're, they're easy ways of not having to explain everything that's going on in our life. Yeah. Um, but when I just thinking about time and being busy, I also think about that one of the last episodes we've published about social media and I'm thinking like, oh, but I find plenty of time to scroll, yeah, right? right? <laughs> That's true. Um, so it, it's really, I think, something that um, has gotten out of whack. Yeah. Uh, we've lost our perception of time, mm-hmm. the value of it. And I think our purpose in guarding it, I think especially as you mm-hmm. know, husbands and wives and parents and I don't know, I just feel like maybe no one's talking about this, but we need to be guarding our time. I feel like it's a really important yeah. thing to evaluate and consider often, maybe regularly, mm-hmm. and we're just not doing it. We're not being encouraged to do it. Yeah, well, I think we don't guard it is because we don't know the value of it. Mm-hmm. I've used that word a few times now. And I'm just thinking about 
how we value other things, money. Mm-hmm. You know, we know money is worth something because mm-hmm. it could buy certain things and it can, you know, do certain things for us. So we put it in banks and we we save it up and we store it and we we use it and we try and be wise with it if we can. Um, and you know, money has a value. Our, our our cars have values because they do things for us, and we have all these value metrics for other things. But I feel like for all of history, people valued time much differently than we do in our current culture. Mm-hmm. I feel like time now is it's even though we say, Oh, I don't have enough of it. Or, you know, there's only so little of it. We just, we throw it away. We throw it away at hours on social media, video games. It's, uh, wasted, yeah. it's wasted on other things um, that are even more, things that are important. Mm-hmm. We waste our time on. Um, so maybe if we had the correct value of it, if we recognize like, you know, I wrote some notes here, just that we only have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. You know, and a quarter of that or more needs to go to sleeping. <laughs> what a waste. Right. And then, you know, you for some me people. You when sleep when you die. <laughs> yeah, sleep when you die. Uh, you know, for people like that live in California, we used to live, I used to commute, you know, two and a half to four hours a day yeah. or more, depending on how bad the traffic was. If there was an accident, you know, yeah. I was fire. in traffic mm-hmm. all night, yeah. <laughs> you know, or a fire, which had been going on in California. So, you know, a lot of our time spent in the in a car mm-hmm. you know a lot of our time spent at work a lot of our time spent you know on the toilet in, in a shower like if you're just to take all of it's the true. things that we do yeah. to just live mm-hmm. like the time gets real yeah. like what we have left mm-hmm. is not much um so i think once we were, if we were to just realize like man time's valuable do you recognize time as being valuable like um i'm starting to and then that we're talking about it but. yeah no i know i think that it's a, a message that god's been trying to like get through to my heart um, and I just haven't stopped to take the time to really like hear him on this. But this morning I was actually driving to a friend's house. I was going to um, drop her off some dinner and spend time with our kids playing. And on the way out there, I just, you know, you, when you're driving, you see everything kind of pass by you. Like really literally, fast, yeah, yeah, physically. Which is um, a really good picture. It is a really yeah. good picture for how time flies. But I... I don't know, maybe it was just the Lord speaking to my heart, but I just felt like I've been going, 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 and I really need to slow down. Um, More so what I specifically heard was like in my family life and in my home management and things that I do at home, I need to be um, slower. I don't know. I I, I would like to explain a little bit more, but that was the... the, brief example. And what's awesome is you were, you were, God was kind of speaking to you through the Holy Spirit while you're driving. And this is before I told you what our episode was going to be on. Yeah. I asked, I asked (laughs) you to text me so that on the way home I could be thinking about what, whatever the topic was going to be. You were already thinking about time, (laughs) uh, which is why we're bringing it up. It's just, it's something that we need to recognize in our own life and how to capture the time that we do have. Um, You know, we, we call this making time count and we always say we have to make time like, oh, I just need to make time for getting healthy. <laughs> I just need to make time for the Word of God. I just need to make time for mm-hmm. playing with my son. We, we actually can't make any time. Yeah, I was going to say that. We can't make that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty funny uh, statement because we can't make any time. What we can do is sacrifice other things that we spend our time on. Mm-hmm. That's the only way we can make time. I like it. I actually, I, I, that little statement I just said, capturing time makes better sense. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I need to capture time for the word of God. I need to capture time for spending time with my wife. Hey, we just wanted to take a quick break from this week's episode to invite you and your spouse to take Jennifer and I's 31 day marriage prayer challenge. We wrote 31 prayers for my husband and 31 prayers for my wife to encourage couples in their prayer life for one another. 
So if you're interested in taking our challenge, as thousands of couples have already done, please go to marriageaftergod.com forward slash challenge at the end of this episode, and you'll get more information about the challenge. Thousands of couples have already gone through this prayer challenge, and we're so excited to be able to extend this to you and invite you to participate. We dare your marriage. Because we all, we all have 24 hours. Yeah. And we all only have so many years, yeah. you know, and minutes. You actually helped me um, a few years ago kind of understand this idea that we're only given so much. And at the beginning of the episode, you, you started out by sharing um, how sometimes we recognize this struggle with time when we are faced with like failure and just struggles in our, our family life. Yeah. And um, I was struggling a few years ago with feeling like I can't do it all, but I want to do it all. We were in the middle of writing your first traditionally published book. Uh, yep, we were writing The Unveiled Wife. And we were and moving and we had our first son yep. and just trying to be parents. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff going on in So we do what we normally do and what we'd like to do and we took a drive. <laughs> we talk yeah. about that a lot. But we're driving up to the mountains. We, we took like a 45-minute drive and I'm just kind of spewing out mm. this heart issue I'm having with I want to do all these things and I just feel like I can't. How am I supposed to do this? And I think mm. that the last thing we ended up talking about was working out. Like I just, I just, and I just need this time to be able to do this, carve it out. And yeah. what did you say? Well, I, I remember the conversation was like, I just, and it wasn't just you. Like I was thinking through these things too, but you were like, I got to write this book. I got to edit this book. Uh, you know, I have, to, I, I want to be a good mom. Yeah. Like how do I, how do I be? I'm nursing uh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I want to get back in shape because you had, you know, mm-hmm. we had the baby and you're like, I want to get exercise. And, and then you were also talking about um, our social media because, you know, that's a big part of our ministry. Yeah. You're like, you're like I want it to look better. I want to. How do I reach out to people for comments? I, and yeah. How do I answer yeah. all those messages? And it was, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I remembered telling you that you can't yeah it was really actually annoying the way that you communicated it because you're I don't so remember, blunt about it I don't know it. if I was like mean about it but <laughs> it was just mean. like it was just I was like, like you can't like, I just didn't want to hear that I just didn't want to hear that I couldn't fit it all I was trying to be encouraging no it was it was <laughs> but encouraging. it didn't come off encouraging no no it was encouraging I just didn't want to hear that I don't have enough time like nobody wants to hear yeah. that well and what I what I went into I remember um in that car ride I was I was just telling you like you only have 24 hours in a day mm-hmm. and you ha- you can't work all 24 hours. Yeah. Um, man, if we didn't have to sleep, we would have so much more time. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Um, I said you are physically um, you know, limited. Mm-hmm. Like you literally, every single person in the, in the entire world that's ever existed, doesn't matter how strong you are, is limited yeah. in our physical abilities. Like no one can pick up a bus, you know. Some people might be able to pull a bus, but um, you know, we, we're limited in our physical abilities. Mm-hmm. We're limited in our mental abilities. Mm-hmm. We're limited in our, uh, you know, financial abilities. We're limited in our time. We're limited in every single way possible. Um, we are finite creatures, mm-hmm. not infinite, mm-hmm. like God is. You gave me this illustration where you you put your hands up. I remember you putting your hands up almost like you're grabbing a bunch of things in your hands. Mm-hmm. And you said, you know, because we're limited beings, we can only do so much with the time that we're given. And if there's something over there that you want to do, you have to let go of something else in order to yeah. do it. And I remember that just the idea and imagery that you gave me of putting your hands up and showing me how much I can fit in my hands really stood out to me because I, f- I could see it. It was almost like, yeah. oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> I think I specifically gave you the, because you were talking about fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, hey, if you want to spend 45 minutes exercising, you might have to spend 45 minutes less sleeping. Yeah. Or you might have to go to bed later, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so you had to sacrifice something over here to do that other thing. Right. Because if you kept everything the same, you weren't going to be able to accomplish all the other things that you wanted. So 
it's a good illustration to have. It's just really taking all of our time and energy and ability and just realizing how much can be done mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's, it's more than that because that's what the world currently wants us to do is just fill our time with everything. Right. But it just doesn't happen that, you know, we have some examples from our own life and, um, you know, from just the world's perspective of what it looks like, what this time management thing looks like and how we have to sacrifice. So the, the idea that we have so much time and ability and we're limited is, is first of all, just a good place to remember, you know, a good thing to remember that we are limited. Mm-hmm. Um, like I told you that one day and like we tell each other often still, we can't do everything. But, you know, what happens, how this practically plays out, um, you know, especially when we are looking at other people's lives and we're like, how do they do that? Like we get, you get emailed sometimes and they say, how do you do everything? Yeah. And they don't realize that we don't do everything. Sometimes our sink's full of dishes. Right. You know, because you can't do it all. Yeah, you have sometimes to sacrifice one thing I, for I, I haven't gotten the oil change on my car yet. And yeah. it's like three months past the oil change due date. <laughs> We've like, never gone that far. <laughs> not that far. It's been, it was getting pretty close recently. <laughs> um, but like I, I hadn't done that yet because I was filling up all my other time mm-hmm. with other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we just, we let go of one thing to grab another, you know, and what this might look like. And maybe, you know, the, the people listening know someone who has got done stuff like this or they themselves are, but like, um, you know, people that are super, super successful. Um, it's rare that they're successful in every area of their life because they can't be, you cannot. And this is what you were struggling with this is what many people struggle with. Like, how can I be this amazing business person and this amazing mother and an amazing wife and an amazing godly woman or husband or man? And then, you know, also be an awesome father and like all of these things equally, we just can't. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not physically possible. We don't have enough, you know, in us to do that. Um, and so you see, you know, someone who's super successful and you think like, oh man, like, oh, I'm, I think I want that kind of success. Well, you got to calculate what it took for them to do that. Mm-hmm. They might have sacrificed their marriage. And we've seen that a lot. We've seen that. Let's think about ministry. We've seen pastors mm-hmm. like they're amazing pastors and they they are teaching all these their congregation and they lose their family over it mm-hmm. i don't personally don't think that is a good balance <laughs> i would rather be a okay pastor <laughs> and have an awesome family life but i think that's what we need to yeah. evaluate what are we chasing yeah. what are we trying to hold on to or take on and, and do with our with our limited time limited abilities mm-hmm. limited resources and are we pursuing the right things? Are we are we using our time wisely? Yeah. Um, I think those uh, examples that you gave are more of the severe ones that you see. The big, yeah, we see those big, ones. Really yeah. big ones that um, can be really detrimental. But I think that if our time is mismanaged, even in the little things, um, it can really kind of mm-hmm. backfire within our own families. Um, and when I think social media does play a role in you know the comparison trap of wanting to try and do it all and you see yeah you it's it's hard because you see someone really good at this and then you see someone else really good at that and you're piecing all these things together to make this perfect person that can literally do everything and you're trying to fulfill that <laughs> i know you when have all, your feed and you're like man this feed looks but, awesome but, but it's all like, those other people that are really good at those individual things aren't trying to do everything like they're just doing the one thing that they're good at and you're seeing that and adding it to the list of things that you want to try and do and accomplish that's a that's a good example our our curated feeds of all the people we follow when we turn it into one one person perfect person (laughs) and you're like like, how do we how do we make our house beautiful and (laughs) and work all the time and go travel the world and like you know we (laughs) 
It just doesn't exist. Here's the reality. If you're going to go travel, you're probably going to have laundry all over your bed because when you go to pack, you have to do all the laundry and make sure it's yeah. clean before you go. So when you get back, there's going to be a lot of laundry everywhere. Right? Yeah. That's just like a simple or, example. Or if you're traveling all the time, you can't have a home. <laughs> yeah. And so you want this like, beautiful home and you want this beautiful travel life. Like, yeah. And these are big picture things that we, you know, a few There's just that examples we follow, but, that we're throwing out there. Uh, but the, the people listening, they, they have their own things yeah. that they're thinking of. They're like, oh man, yeah, I've been wanting to this and I've been wanting yeah. to that. And I just feel like I can't. And like, okay, how does everyone gotta, else do it? I got to tell this one story. So uh, my friend was getting into sourdough and I thought this is so cool and I so want to do this. And so I start putting my time and energy into feeding yeah. this starter that she gave me. And yeah, the for the yeast, first the couple weeks, it was really great. It was like, yeah, yeah. You put it in the, in a dark place for a while and let it grow. We had bread every night. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> awesome. It was amazing and it tasted so good. Yeah. Um, but after about maybe two two months of me trying to scramble and figure out how this sourdough thing works because I'd never done it before, um, I realized that I was letting certain things around the house go or I'd have to rush out to get more flour yeah. because I was in the middle of baking something and it just, I was not managing my time well just because I was so focused on trying to do this sourdough thing. And, and that was one little thing. It was just one little but thing. But it did, it absorbed a lot of your time throughout almost every day for like a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I had to just let it go thinking like, okay, I, I, I was yeah. learning and I learned this process and it was really cool, but I'm going to have to shelve this for a little bit and, you know, move on yeah. and, and figure out how it can fit into my schedule like in a normal way and not just like, I don't know, a frenzy because that's yeah. what it felt like. You know, I just recently went through a season of, you know, there's so many, like we have this home and there's all these little things that we've been wanting to do that need to get done. Um, we have our businesses and uh, our home life. And I just had this list of all these things that need to be done. And I would, you know, chase after one of them. And I realized like I would put so much energy into the one thing mm-hmm. And it took up mental space and it took up, uh, you know, emotional space mm-hmm. and actual physical time. Yeah. And I just, I started telling myself, I'm like, okay, I have to either take one day and like finish all of these things <laughs> or realize some of these things, it's not, nothing's going to change in our life if, if I did it not do doesn't it. doesn't get done. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I'm just thinking about like the, the, the rims on our car are super dirty oh. and a, a friend of mine just keeps saying, oh, all you gotta do is acid wash them and they'll probably come out looking beautiful. And every time I see him, I'm thinking like, oh, I gotta like, gotta do that, gotta thing. Do that thing. <laughs> it literally won't affect anything in our life at all. And so I just tell myself, I don't need to do no, that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to do that. It's useless. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Maybe one day if I have this extra like day and yeah. time and it just perfectly aligns in the moon and stars, I'll, <laughs> um, I'll do it maybe. So I'm just trying to like practice. And that was yeah. like one little example. I'm trying to practice in a lot of little areas. And then also recognizing where we waste time. Yeah. Um, out of all of our things, do you do you have areas of your life that you waste time? The, the bread thing was one example, but that was a. I don't I feel think like that I was a benefit. Yeah, I don't feel you like I was something. wasting time there because I was learning a new skill and it was really important. It to started me. getting to waste time, though. but like it was. It, you thought it was going to be like this thing that I could just side. fit into everything yeah. else, and it became a, a thing. So yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that um, I I don't feel like I necessarily waste a lot of my time because I I mean I use it and mm-hmm. I'm with the kids the majority of the day. Um, but I think that I could definitely manage it better so that I was more efficient with my, my time. Right. That's but another thing. We, yeah. Or I don't how know. efficient like, are we with the time that we do have? Yeah. I feel like you asked me that like just kind of on the spot and I'd, I'd have to sit, like seriously contemplate how I'm. Well, I asked you cause I have one specifically oh, it, based off of that, you know, previous episode about social media. I waste time on social media oh, yeah. and I, when I do it, this is the, 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 conviction I get from the Holy Spirit when I'm doing it. I'm like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And I'm like, why am I not like 
using this time that I'm scrolling to mm. read the Word of God. Mm. Like I could be scrolling through the Word of God mm. on my phone. Yeah. You know, I have it on my phone. I'm always a big advocate of using my physical Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we always tell couples to just be in the Word of God mm-hmm. physically. Uh, but I could, I, I waste so much time when I could be in this more. Yeah. You know, I have this di- desire to know the Word of God. Yeah. And yet, I do things that are contrary to do, to that desire, mm-hmm. like knowing social media really well. And it's not, it's literally this fruitful, yeah. you know? Um, so that's one thing I, I waste my time. It's something that I'm actively trying to change in my life. Yeah. Um, so when I, when I feel that prompting, like, why am I scrolling? I'll go to my Bible app and I'll, mm. I'll read a proverb, I'll read a psalm. Um, but I'm sure there's other areas of my life I, I waste time too. But so when you know we were talking about um, sacrificing one thing for another to make sure that we're prioritizing the things that we want, um, wasting time mm-hmm. and things like that. How how does that affect the family or relationships mm-hmm. um, when we mismanage our time? Like why why is it important to value our time? Like what's the why? Well, the, I mean, again, we've we've been given everything to steward. Mm-hmm. Our time is a gift. Um, you know, we, we're, his, God's graces are new every morning, but the fact that we get a morning and that the sun rises is a gift from God and he desires that our life and our resources and our energy and our time be mm-hmm. used to please him yeah. and to serve him and to, to minister to the world and to our families and to our neighbors for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when we mismanage our time, it's just being a bad steward mm-hmm. with something he's given us. Yeah. Um, and again, it's probably, I, I'm going to say this, time is the most valuable asset we have. Mm-hmm. Because you can't make more of it. It's true. You, we're only running out of it. Mm-hmm. And so much changes within oh, time, right? Such a short period of time. So like everyone always tells you kids grow up fast. And it's just, it's so true. Like I feel like our kids are growing up so fast. Mm-hmm. And when we were considering this topic for today's episode, I was just um, thinking about, you know, my drive this morning on my way out to my friend's house and how everything mm. is going so fast and how I feel like I just need to slow down. The reason that I felt that prompting was because, um, you know, these are just little examples, but like Elliot's um, got these shoes that he's got, you know, frustrated over because he wants to learn how to tie them, but he can't. Yeah, he doesn't know how yet. And I have three other kids who, you know, need to get ready and get in the car and make sure everyone's got shoes on. And instead of sitting there teaching my kid how to tie his shoe with a gentle spirit, I'm like rushing everyone out the door. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. hurry up, everybody. Come on, let's go. We gotta, we, we got to be here at a certain time. we got to make this happen mm-hmm. because I'm trying to fit so much into my day that I don't have time to sit there and help you. I don't have time to, you know, walk you through this process yeah. right now. And that doesn't happen every day, but when it does happen, it's like, I just miss that opportunity yeah. to minister to my child or to engage with them, you know? Like I was telling you Aaron like going to the park and just being being with them in a in a slow pace in my mm-hmm. own heart so that we can engage with them in nature you know and talk about you know um why the leaves are falling off the trees right now yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> and how God created everything and and like all those little moments for walking in the spirit mm-hmm. you know one of them is patience mm-hmm. you know uh i think that that was a good point i was just connecting is you sitting with Elliot Elliot has the same amount of time also mm-hmm. And what we're doing is we're being generous with our time. Mm-hmm. Or are we being hoarders of our time? Like, I'm going to use it only for myself. And that's what... So, Because I, I, I do the same thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, hurry, get in the car. Hurry, get in the car. Hurry, buckle up. Hurry, like, it's always like... And I don't even know why I'm rushing them. We're I not even like, trying to be somewhere. They're learning something about us. We probably shouldn't be telling <laughs> we, we are hurried and I think um, everyone does that I think it's because we know our time's limited mm-hmm. but at the same time we're not managing our time I was going to well. say if we just managed our time better we would stop 
hurrying every, and everything down. and everyone and stop to engage with them and yeah. be with, present with them. And I think that goes to understanding the value of time. Mm-hmm. Because if we valued our time, we'd realize like we're not going to have very many moments like with that. our son learning how to tie his shoes. Mm-hmm. Or our daughter learning how to buckle in, yeah. or um, you know, our littlest son learning how to drink from a cup, yeah. or like all these little things that we we may not value correctly because it takes time. Yeah, and I would be careful to even uh, for those listening to uh, justify the way that you organize your time because, like this morning when I was I was taking dinner over to a friend's house who yeah, needed dinner, rude. that's yeah. ministering and that could be you know looked at as like a good thing, um, and yet you know, rushing everyone out the door to get there by a certain time, it just kind of jolted everybody. And I didn't need to do that. I could have done it either in peace or said, I can't do that today. Well, we actually talked about this. Imagine if, you know, you or I are together, we did that every day. We wouldn't be able to minister to our children, minister to each other, minister to to other neighbors. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can't just look at ministry and be like, well, I need to do that because that's the most important thing mm-hmm. to do with my time mm-hmm. because there's other ministering that needs to be done. Yeah. Um, you know, we have to, we have to spread out what God's given us. Mm-hmm. And it actually makes me think of a scripture we read to our kids this morning, mm-hmm. um, during family Bible time. This is probably what prompted everything. <laughs> it might be. Um, and it's in Luke chapter five and I'm going to read a few verses just so you have the con the, the context. Um, it's, it's Jesus, and right after he heals a leper, um, it says that, but now, in verse 15, but now even more the report about him went abroad, and great crowds gathered to hear him and to be healed for their infirmities. And you think like, oh my gosh, like Jesus is like healing people, his fame spreading, he just healed this man with leprosy, and now all these people are coming and like flocking to him, and you're like, oh, Jesus is gonna be like touching people, healing people, and this is what it says. It says, but he would withdraw to desolate places to pray. Mm. You know, Jesus, you know, the, 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 the Savior, the perfect one, you know, Emmanuel, God with us. All these people are coming to be healed and he's like, I'm going to go pray. Yeah. You know, even Jesus didn't just fill his time with all of these things that we thought would be the most important thing because mm. Jesus knew how to prioritize his time. He mm. knew what he was there for. And he's like, I'm going to go pray. I'm going to go recharge. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go be alone in desolate places, places like that have nothing around, mm-hmm. no one around in darkness. And he's going to go and just be with, with God. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is we say we're busy, we're, our time's filled up and we have all these things going on. How often do we just go into desolate places and pray? Mm-hmm. You know, go into our dark room, get on our knees. Mm-hmm. I know I don't. Mm-hmm. And God's called us to do that. And so I, I was just pointing out, like I wrote here, it says even Jesus um, would quiet himself and and pray. Yeah, and I feel like those opportunities to stop and, and pray and spend time with the Lord are just as valuable uh, when you're actually engaging with the children, mm-hmm. praying for them, like being being a father who goes before yeah. the Lord for them to ask for protection, to ask for mm-hmm. good health, to ask for um, maturity, and to yeah. ask for all of these things on their behalf is just as valuable as spending time with them. And so I feel like this is... This needs to be prioritized. Yeah, and it, it goes to what, do, how do we value our time? Yeah, what are we doing with our time? Looking into our lives and asking the Holy Spirit and saying, "Holy Spirit, show me areas that I'm wasting your time that mm-hmm. you've given me. Like this is all your time. Everything, all the time we have in a day is God's. How are we wasting it? And that could be filling it with good things. Yeah, like oh, we're doing this. We're doing homeschool. We're doing all these like we're doing, going over here. We're going over here instead of. Maybe mm-hmm. God, he's like, I want you to dedicate some of your time to me. Mm-hmm. Just 
me. Just being with me, being in my word, mm-hmm. just being quiet. You know, we're trying to teach our daughter to be quiet <laughs> and to be still right now. Mm-hmm. And are we doing that? Mm-hmm. Are we quiet and still? And letting God have some of our time. <laughs> letting him have a lot of our time. Um, so I think that's really good, just recognizing that even things that we call ministry could be out of whack mm-hmm. if we do too much of it. You know, if it's just all that and we're not even doing other things that God's called us to do. Man, time is a it's a weird thing. Okay, so we titled this episode Making Time Count. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for the benefit of those listening and ourselves, how can we make time count? Like, as a marriage after God, as husbands and wives who want to fulfill the Lord's will and purpose in their life, yeah. what does time have to do with it? Well, I, like I said, it's it's our most valuable valuable asset is the time that we have in a day in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ecclesiastes, Solomon says, our life is like a breath, mm-hmm. which should give us some real perspective on yeah. how much time we actually have. It's fleeting. It's like, mm-hmm. boom, gone. Yeah. Here today, gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so recognizing that our time's short. Um, Paul says that a lot, like recognize the times, that our time is drawing near, that the Lord's returning. Um, just understanding there's an urgency for just guiding our families and, and ministering in our families and our, mm. to our children in ministering and guiding our neighbors and, and d- doing the things that God's asked us to do now yeah. when we have time. You know, today is the day of salvation. Mm-hmm. Today is the day. Don't worry about tomorrow. T- tomorrow has enough worries of its own. Today is the day. Yeah. Like we get those words all the time because God's like, no, no, today. Mm-hmm. Like you have today. And it's the only thing you have. You're not promised tomorrow. So I think an urgency, yeah. a recognition of the value of our time. Um, you know, how, how does that stand with you? Do you do you feel the urgency in our own? I do. Life? I do. I do feel the urgency for um, us to just recognize the value of what we have, and that it's a gift, and that the time that I have with you is a gift. Mm. Um, I was actually just thinking about this also this morning. Um, not to get too into detail or anything, but the time that I have with you to be intimate, you know, that time is fleeting. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I was just thinking as we grow older with each other, am I going to regret the time that I didn't take advantage I know, of when we were younger being and with you? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just, I, I was being convicted on that. And I felt like the Lord was just saying, like, you need to initiate more. You need to be uh, engaged mm. more and um, and I already you know am mm. starting to regret the time that I I haven't been for whatever reason yeah. and so um, and, and I've enjoyed the times that we have been so yeah. I and I think that same way with our children or as a family as a whole you know yeah. the times that we have been slow and present and just you know laughing and playing it's so that. peaceful and I love that um, time that we get to spend with our family and with our children so. I think making that a priority. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that the thing that it's going to require, though, I know from me, is that when I feel that hurried spirit and when I the words come out of my mouth, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, I need to stop and remember to walk in the spirit, to be patient, mm-hmm. and to choose to slow down, to choose to be present, to choose to say no, even if that thing on the other side is really good, um, whatever that other choice is, um, for the sake yeah. of whatever other ministry I'm supposed to be doing. It's almost like being diligent to spend the time mm-hmm. versus wasting it. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm just throwing, like money. Like yeah. I'm throwing away, or I'm, how much am I going to pay for that? Yeah, like, how am I investing how's with that my time? being invested? So yeah. thinking about our time in, 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 in those yeah. terms, those quantities, yeah. <laughs> units. And I will say that a marriage after God does that well. Like yeah, and they, we need to do it better. We need to do it better. And, yeah. um, I want to challenge those listening to start today to evaluate your time, evaluate, you know, what, 
what things you're saying yes to, what things you're saying no to, and what things you're sacrificing, you know, mm-hmm. for that grab of whatever it is you want to try and fit into your schedule and uh, know that time is valuable. So I want to end with a little bit of scripture and then maybe we can give them a little bit of advice on how to look at our time. And it's in Ephesians 5 and I'll just start in verse 15. And it says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And so I just like this, make the best use of the time. And this is in reference to how we once were in darkness and now we're in light. Mm-hmm. And in saying so, use the best, or make the best use of your time. Uh, so let's be godly in how we look at our time. Let's be, uh, let's, let's ask God mm-hmm. how he views our time and would like us to use it. What are some of the little you know, tips that we have on how we can look at our, our time and how our listeners can? Well, I think the, the um, priority that you should look at um, would be, you know, is your marriage in balance? Like, are you spending that time with your spouse? Yeah. Are you cultivating that relationship? Because if that's not happening, well yeah, is time spent well there? Because if that's not happening, um, you know, that balance isn't right. Um, same, I would say, goes for your kids. Like, if you're not yeah. engaging with them, if you're not, um, you know, spending quality time with them. Discipling them. Discipling them, yeah. teaching them, loving on them, just being present with them without your phone or without... Mm-hmm friends around or without you know distractions yeah i would say those are like the key important things that i would recommend people stopping to evaluate so i just want to remind them the reason we're bringing all this up in the first place is because we want to encourage you guys we want to encourage you to um have peace to recognize that you are not able to do everything so that's the little bit of advice i want to give is that they can't do everything mm-hmm. um to not be worried that they can't accomplish everything and to recognize that they're not meant to mm-hmm. they're not meant to accomplish everything um my encouragement too would yeah. be um, to watch out for that comparison trap where you know maybe you look at your friends' lives yeah. or maybe you or know that neighbor across the street or maybe on Instagram you know someone on social media and you're you're taking bits and pieces from all these different people and you're accumulating this list of the things you need to be capable of doing yeah. the um, ideals within the home and all all of the all of the little things that you yeah. think that you have to accomplish and just remember that not one person <laughs> can do it all can do it all um, and I would say take that list um, and lay it at the Lord's feet mm-hmm. and say Lord what's important what yeah what do you want me to do yeah um, we should be always asking this you know yeah. like Jesus did we should go off in prayer mm-hmm. and we say Lord I have all these visions dreams ideas as a marriage we have these things we want to do what do you want us to do? What's valuable to you? Mm-hmm. What do you care about? Mm-hmm. And what should we pursue? What should we sacrifice so that we can do the, these things that you do want us to do? Mm-hmm. And what should we sacrifice that you don't want us to do? Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. And just be asking the Lord what he wants. Like yeah. That's what he wants us to do. Yeah. And I think, too, something that we're... Um, getting better at is just looking at our lives and saying, you know, how are we managing our time? Well, what are we doing that's yeah. beneficial to the whole family yeah, and to the ministry good that stewards with our we've time. been called to? Um, and what things are just sucking our time and, you know, make, and, make, it out. and being able to cut it out. Yeah. yeah. And so we just, we wanted to have this conversation with you all uh, because it's something that we constantly are having conversations mm-hmm. with. We forget and we get into this season of like, we can't do everything. We have yeah. all these dr- dreams and visions. We want to do this. We want to do that. We have all these books we want to write. We have all these, you know, we want to post. We want to do these mm-hmm. videos. We want like things that fit with what we're doing. Yeah. 
but we can't do because mm-hmm. uh, we're trying to also have a godly marriage. We're trying yeah. to also have a godly family yeah. and to disciple our children mm-hmm. and to have a decently clean house <laughs> and to have our cars not fall apart mm-hmm. and have our home not fall apart mm-hmm. and have our lives not fall apart. Yeah. So just recognizing that um, it's okay. Mm-hmm. To not be able to accomplish everything. Yeah. Um, and, and if you're feeling that overwhelmedness, if you're feeling like you're mm-hmm. hurrying through life, um, I would we would just say, like, stop today and go do as Jesus did. Find a desolate place, yeah, a escape. dark, quiet place. Escape everything and just yeah. spend time with the Lord to be able to evaluate all of this. And maybe you'll come out feeling a little bit more refreshed. Yeah, definitely do it as a, as a couple. Yeah. You know, find that time. Maybe you spend 30 minutes before bed and after everyone's asleep. No one needs you. And get into prayer with each other. Mm-hmm. So let's ask the Lord mm-hmm. how we can rest in Him, how mm-hmm. we can wait in Him. You know, wait on Him. As the Bible tells us, wait on the Lord and He mm-hmm. will renew our strength. Mm-hmm. And so we hope this encouraged you. We hope that it sparks some awesome conversation about how you value time. Mm-hmm. How we I know we're going to still talk about this. Yeah. Um, and we'd love to hear from you if you want to, uh, again, leave a review, a uh, star review. So we, as usual, we thank you for joining us. Uh, we hope this blessed you. Uh, and we hope to see you next week. Did you enjoy today's show? Find many more encouraging stories and resources at marriageaftergod.com and let us help you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying or maybe you don't know what to pray or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today.